Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Philippians chapter 1. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would see where Paul's joy really comes from. We pray that we would have joy, that we would focus on what really matters, that our lives would matter. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Philippians chapter 1 Paul and Timothy, slaves of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God upon my every remembrance of you, always in my every prayer for all of you, making the prayer with joy because of your participation in the gospel from the first day until now. Convinced of this same thing, that the one who began a good work in you will finish it until the day of Christ Jesus, just as it is right for me to think this about all of you, because I have you in my heart, since both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, all of you are sharers of grace with me. For God is my witness that I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve what is superior, in order that you may be sincere and blameless in the day of Christ, having been filled with the fruit of righteousness, which comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Now I want you to know, brothers, that my circumstances have happened instead for the progress of the gospel, so that my imprisonment in Christ has become known in the whole praetorium and all the rest. And most of the brothers, trusting in the Lord because of my imprisonment, dare even more to speak the word without fear. Some, even because of envy and strife, preach Christ, but some also because of goodwill. The latter do so from love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. The former proclaim Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerely, thinking to raise up affliction in my imprisonment. What is the result? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed. And in this I rejoice. But also I will rejoice, for I know that this will turn out to me for deliverance through your prayer and the support of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, according to my eager expectation and hope that I will be put to shame in nothing. But with all boldness, even now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether through life or through death. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. But if it is to live in the flesh, this is fruitful work for me. And which I will prefer, I do not know. But I am hard-pressed between the two options, having the desire to depart and to be with Christ, for that is very much better, but to stay on in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. And because I am convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for your progress, and joy in the faith, so that what you can be proud of may increase in Christ Jesus because of me through my return again to you. 
only lead your lives in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I hear your circumstances, that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one soul contending side by side for the faith of the gospel, and not letting yourselves be intimidated in anything by your opponents, which is a sign of destruction to them, but of your salvation, and this from God, because to you has been graciously granted on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer on behalf of him, having the same struggle which you saw in me, and now hear about in me. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. The letter to the Philippians was written by Paul from prison, most likely in Rome. The occasion for writing was to thank the Philippians for some money they had sent to help him take care of his needs in prison. Unlike the letters to the Corinthians, Paul has very little negative to say to the Philippians. He does say many personal things, but they are almost all positive. In fact, the major word we associate with this letter is joy. Paul sees many good things happening during his time in prison. He starts out with the typical from line. In this letter, he just calls himself a slave of Christ Jesus rather than an apostle. Paul also includes Timothy in the from line. Timothy was with Paul when he started the church in Philippi in Acts 16, and Timothy had traveled to Philippi for Paul in the past. The two line is also typical to the saints in Philippi. A saint is someone who is set apart, holy. Paul calls all Christians saints. He also mentions the leaders in the church, overseers and deacons. The word overseer is the same as the word bishop. In the Bible, it is used interchangeably with the words elder or pastor. The word deacon means servant. It seems that this is also an appointed position, typically for a particular purpose, such as the seven who are appointed in Acts chapter 6 to handle serving of food to the widows. Then, as is typical, Paul goes into a prayer of thanks for them. This is a longer thanksgiving than in most of Paul's letters, so we get a sense of how much Paul appreciates them. The word joy shows up in his thanks for the first time of many times in the letter. He says he has them in his heart, and he longs for them. Then Paul prays for the Philippian Christians. He prays that their love will continue to grow in knowledge and discernment or wisdom, so that this will come out in right actions and result in glory to God. Then Paul reports a little about how he is doing, and for being in prison, he finds several positive things. Really, all of the positive things have to do with the spread of the good news about Jesus. He says that the Praetorium guards all know that he is in prison for the gospel now. He says that other Christians are more bold because they see what Paul is willing to go through. And he says there are some who are preaching from bad motives, but he is still glad that the gospel is being spread. The bad motives may be people calling themselves Christians, but who are preaching not for good, but because they are trying to get ahead of Paul. Or it may be those who are not Christians and are happy to tell others about Paul in prison, thinking this will damage Paul's credibility, but actually they're telling people that Paul's in prison for Jesus. Paul doesn't give the details, but the point is that it would be easy to look on this negatively, but Paul is seeing the good in this. Paul talks about the elephant in the room, 
but he could end up being killed. The Romans didn't sentence people to prison as a punishment. They kept people in prison until they had their trial. Then they were either punished or released. So it could go either way for Paul once he has his trial. Paul says both options are good. Verse 21, For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. If he lives, then he can go on preaching Christ. If he dies, he gets to go to Christ. He says both options are good. In fact, personally, he would rather depart this life and be with Christ, but he thinks there's still a need for his preaching, so he expects he will end up being released. Then Paul turns to encouraging the Philippians to do good. He says he hopes to hear that they are standing firm, or even to come to see them and see how well they are doing. He mentions the suffering of the Philippians. In Acts chapter 16, we read about how Paul was beaten by the authorities in Philippi, so some of the Christians may have been experiencing persecution as well. And now for a deeper dive. How would we handle being in prison for Jesus? Well, most of us will probably never go through that. But what is our attitude? I guess it comes down to what we value, where our hope is. If we have the attitude that many people in the world have today, that we have to get everything we can out of this short life, then spending time in prison is a disaster. But if our hope and joy is in Jesus and his gospel, then prison is not all bad. Paul sees good in the spread of the gospel, even when he cannot leave to preach it himself. And Paul even sees good if he is killed, because he has a greater future to look forward to. We don't need to be afraid of death. The majority of people are afraid of death today. They are even afraid of getting older. They spend lots of money just trying to look younger. But Paul says it would actually be better to leave this world. The good of staying is what he can do to help Christians. Some people are trying to get joy out of life. Paul has joy and is trying to give. But even the good works and giving are not the greatest thing to Paul. Christ is the greatest thing. If we make it our main focus to help feed people in this world, that is better than making our focus feeding ourselves. We will make things better by focusing on others, but that doesn't solve the death problem. With Paul's focus on Christ, death isn't a problem anymore, and the good he is doing doesn't end like feeding people does. Paul's good lasts forever, so Paul can have a true joy in prison. So if we get our focus right, I expect we will also be able to go through whatever comes in this life. Because no one can take Christ from us. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.